0: Huge angry waves constantly pounded the cliffs of the northwest corner of Ireland, shaping a coastline that on a map appeared to lean backwards in almost terrified awe of the Atlantic Ocean and the New World on the other side. Beyond the shoreline stretched the emerald green fields of undulating farmland, divided into patches by a labyrinth of dry stone walls. Declan Conaghan built and mended these walls, like his father before him and his father before that. He was proud of the walls, and maintaining them felt like he was taking care of his dad's legacy. At twenty years old, his large, rough hands bore the evidence. He loved the landscape he was born into not just for its wild scenery. He was in awe of its power and ability to make life or snuff it out. Sometimes Declan and his brother Michael came down to fish in Port Nabla, off the stone pier their da had helped build. It was like a pilgrimage. They would sit in silence and remember how hard he and the rest of the stone-breaking gang had toiled. They had worked nine-hour days bashing, belting, battering rocks into bricks. His da had told him, It gave the authorities a reason to provide the men with relief, rather than just giving them charitable handouts. "'Better than ending up in yon workhouse,' he'd said repeatedly, and made him promise that if anything should happen to him they wouldn't go into the workhouse. The great hunger was behind them, but there was always a fear among the tenants that the crops could fail as disastrously again. Beyond the coastal fishing villages, the land swept higher into brown moorland, rich in the dark brown turf that the brothers spent long hours digging. They stacked the turf bricks in pyramids and left them to dry, just like their ancestors had done before them. It was a communal effort to cut the turf, with labourers from miles around the area working together at each man's plot in turn, to harvest the rich dark fuel. One, two, three, no curse on me, Declan muttered to himself as he stepped out of the deep hole. According to legend, Saint Columba, the great saint who was born in Garton, had once been trapped in a bog hole, and so it became traditional to cut three steps into the turf channel to prevent any other saint or sinner from getting stuck. Declan stretched his back stiff from the cutting and looked around. Smoke from burning the turf furled from the chimneys of the white stone cottages that dotted the hillside. Rising above the moorland were some of the tallest peaks in Ireland. He remembered how his da would point out the distinctive peaks of Muckish and Errigal among the Seven Sisters. The stony peak of Mount Eregal commanded the highest view in the Derivay Range, which enjoyed its majestic reflection in the still looking glass of Dunluce Lock. When they were very young, their ma would threaten to send them to the old hag, whom she claimed sacrificed bad children on the flat top of Muckish. Even today, its tabletop shape, often shrouded in mist, gave Declan the shivers. But he and the other tenants were more concerned these days about another character, a real one, who posed a threat to their way of life. "'Have you heard Adair's back?' said Michael, who was digging in the channel beside him. "'No. That means trouble. Must be back for hunting season.' "'Aye, lock up your livestock,' Michael laughed. No laughing matter when he charges you two shillings to get back a stray sheep or goat, shouted Rory Bradley, their neighbour Alex's son shaking his spade. "Me das fed up going to that pound. Alex must have paid Murray a small fortune by now, agreed Declan, and stepped back down to dig.